Hey everyone, welcome into the Market Scale Studios. I am Tyler Kern. Super Bowl 54 is heading to South Beach for the 11th time. And joining me to talk about the Super Bowl going down to Miami is Rodney Barreto. He is the chairman of the Miami Super Bowl Host Committee. Rodney, thank you so much for joining me today. Glad to be with you. Excellent. Well, it's an exciting time for Miami. Uh, the Super Bowl uh, is coming up fast and furious. This is something you've been working on for a few years now. But uh, give me a sense of, on a scale of one to ten, how excited are you right now? Well, I'm very excited. You know, it's funny. Um, people ask me how long have I been working with Super Bowls. I've been a volunteer for 31 years. Uh, Dick Anderson, the former All-Pro Safety of the Miami Dolphins, was the first chairman of, of a Super Bowl ever a committee. And he asked me to help him 31 years ago, and here I am, 31 years later. And this will be the third chair, uh, third Super Bowl as a chairman. So it's exciting, exciting times. We 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 know how to do it. It's our record-breaking Super Bowl for Miami. So it's a lot of fun. What makes Miami such a great place to host the Super Bowl? You know, it's it's going there for the 11th time, like you mentioned. What makes it such an awesome location? A couple things. One, a we know what we're doing. Uh, two, we have the infrastructure in place. So it's like when you when you host a Super Bowl, you don't have to build any, you know, hardened structures or anything like that. Uh, we're we're big. We're used to big uh, um, co concerts. We're used to big conventions here, so we know how to do things right. Of course, the weather is always great. Uh, you know, we're we're surrounded by water. Um, the weather is always something that uh, you know kind of plays in with the game. If you look at the last three, I mean, I was at Minnesota three years ago. It was minus 12 degrees. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right. So so we're doing well today. Today's a balmy 72, you know, and it's beautiful. And uh, and and hopefully that'll be what the weather would be like uh, come Super Bowl Sunday. Absolutely, you have a beautiful brand new stadium there in Miami as well, which uh, surely played kind of a large factor in making sure that uh, securing that 11th uh, trip there for the Super. Bowl. Absolutely. You know, if it wasn't for Steve Ross, uh, basically uh, swimming upstream and just he, he, he tried to get public financing. It didn't work. He decided, OK, I'm going to write the check. And he's well into $550 million in, in uh, renovation. But in essence, we have a brand new stadium now. Yeah. And it uh, it will it'll go compete with all these new billion dollar stadiums. It's actually it's a gorgeous stadium, and uh, I think it's going to open a lot of people's eyes. So really, thanks to Steve Ross, is why we're back into rotation. Absolutely. Well, as much as the Super Bowl is about the game itself, it's also about everything that goes on around the Super Bowl, and it's really a week long event, kind of leading up and kind of culminating with the game. So just talk about how big of an opportunity this is for the business community of Miami to really get to show off the city, be it restaurants, hotels, everything that comes along with that. You know, it, you're, you're exactly right. And, and uh, you know, I often tell people, you know, that uh, the game is just one little aspect of the whole week. And if you, know, you think about it, the game is for four hours. And, and But it's the week-long celebration. It's people flying into your airports, it's staying in your hotels, using your restaurants. It's corporate America that's best. They're here to entertain their top clients, their mm -hmm. top customers, their top employees. Uh, it is just a, an open checkbook. It's just amazing. The and, and then, you know, and then we look back and we say, okay, what's different than 10 years ago? 10 years ago, Uber didn't exist. Lyft didn't exist. Airbnb didn't exist. We have a bunch of emerging neighborhoods that didn't exist 10 years ago in Miami. We have a new train that runs from Palm Beach County to downtown Miami that's new and, and different 10 years ago. We have a tunnel over to our port of Miami that separates Miami from Miami Beach. We just have all these new things going on. 
new restaurants, new hotels. We're, I think people are going to be shocked. You know, uh, Miami is not the hottest city in America. It's the hottest city in the world, and everybody wants to be here. Well, it's exciting that you have the opportunity to show it off coming up soon with uh, so many visitors coming in. And I know that what people see on the surface is just a little bit of the work that goes into it. And there's so much work that goes in behind the scenes that nobody really knows about. So give us an idea of the size and the scope of everything that goes on below the surface that really helps pull off a week like the Super Bowl. Well, so we have a we have a committee that's uh, it's an NGO, non-government uh, organization that holds the contract with the NFL. So we're executing that contract with the NFL, which calls for hotels for the teams and calls for certain sites for training, calls for a certain rate on hotel rooms, uh, and 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 then uh, calls for certain uh, um, um, uh, facilities to host their like their uh, their media. Platform, the the taste, the the taste of the NFL, the uh, NFL experience. We're doing Super Bowl Live, which we didn't do 10 years ago. So we're basically having a week-long free event to the public with all kinds of activation that you can experience. Not everybody's going to be able to go to the game. The stadium only holds 65,000. So the, all these other people, we anticipate about 200,000 people will be here in all to party and to entertain and, and to be part of all the festivities. So you, if you stop and think about the multiplier, uh, the last three cities, their, their multiplier was north of $400 million impact. We believe that's in, in the realm here, maybe more. We've hired an economist to do that for us, a third-party economist to, to kind of go out in the field, to be out there, to, to, to take the temperature, to, to come up with the numbers for us. So it's going to be interesting uh, to see all that. But, you know, it's just amazing. I mean, typically if a hotel was getting $350 a room night, they're probably getting close to $1,000 a room night for a Super Bowl. It's amazing, right? So yes. it's just... It's amazing, and, and you know, it's great for business, and it's, uh, I think what happened is a lot of cities found out what Miami's known all along, that Super Bowls are great for your community. Absolutely, yeah, and you talked about all the advancements and all the ways that Miami has improved in the last 10 years, and that's really exciting just to have that opportunity uh, to kind of show off the business community a little bit more. Give us an, a sense, I know I, I read a little bit about you kind of leading up to this interview, and I know that you were formerly a cop, so tell me a little bit about the operation of security and that collaboration that has to take place between local law enforcement, the NFL, and I'm guessing outside entities that all come together to make sure that the event is secure and uh, that an event this size uh, stay safe the entire time. So yeah, I certainly will. I mean, this is what they call a SEER One event, and that's a, a national uh, title for what this event is. The the um, the President Trump, in this case, he nominates a federal employee to be his representative, and in this case, he nominated the the FBI. Uh, uh, office holder here uh, that runs the office here and and they're running all federal resources so there's a lot of the uh, department of defense resources available to us, homeland security resources available for us things that people are not going to see uh they, we, then we have a whole collaboration between state and local and, and and the federal government and uh we basically land and sea and everything you can think of and in between so uh yes we we're very fortunate miami-dade police department it's about a we have a 3,300 sworn officer police department, so it's not a, it's a very sizable police department. Mm -hmm. Have extensive experience in big events like this. In fact, the gentleman who ran the uh, security uh, for the uh, Super Bowl in 2010 has retired, but I brought him back out of retirement to 
be my uh, my chairperson on my committee for security. And uh, you know, we're doing all the right things. Or it's a big collaboration. It's a lot about communication, and and we've gone through all kinds of drills. And uh, everybody's ready. Um, we're, we've been blessed in the past that. Uh, We've ever, never had a major incident, but you know you can't uh, you know sleep on your hands and and hope that that, that things aren't going to happen. And certainly the times are different, and we're well aware, and, and everybody's well aware. So people should feel safe. This is a big event, but you know we're used to big events, and safety is our paramount concern. And we will execute all those you know uh, right things to do. To, to make sure that the public is safe. Absolutely. Well, you're a native of Miami, so just give us a sense of what it's like for you, just as someone that uh, this is your home, to get to play such a role in putting the spotlight on Miami, uh, not just you know around the nation, but really around the world. The world's eyes are going to be on Miami for a week. Just give us a sense of how that feels for you as a native of Miami. You know, it's kind of funny. I always tell people, like, you know, in the early days of the Orange Bowl, when the Super Bowl first started, I used to sneak into the game. <laughs> <laughs> so things have changed a lot. No, I'm kidding. But, yeah, it's, I listen, I'm beaming with, uh, you know, with uh, pride. It's my hometown. I'm born and raised here. You know, I've got six other brothers and four sisters. And, of course, they're all proud of me. But uh, I'm proud to be their brother and sister. And, and uh, yeah, this is listen, Miami's a great place. I've watched it grow, grow from a sleepy town to uh, an international city. And, uh, you know, we speak about 200 and something languages a day here in, in Miami. It's just uh, it's just a beautiful place with beautiful people uh, and, and a lot of activity. And, and uh, you, you don't get bored. You don't, you don't sit on your hands much here. You know, we're, we're very fortunate. We live between the Everglades and the ocean. The stadium is between the Everglades and the ocean. In fact, we're doing a big Everglades to Oceans campaign as part of the Super Bowl committee. So we're highlighting the environment we lived in. The Ocean Ocean Conservancy came in. They're highlighting the fact that they don't want plastics in waters, uh, which is great. We've done several beach cleanups. So it's, it's you know, it's important. Uh, you know, it, you know, it's it's the setting for this game is just going to blow people away. And Bayfront Park, it's probably the first time ever in Super Bowl history that they'll have a a Super Bowl live on the waterfront uh, in Miami. That's so. that's going to be incredible. I, I cannot wait to see that. Yeah. Uh, I, I know you kind of mentioned this a little bit that uh, wildlife uh, preservation is something near and dear to your heart, as well as a campaign that you're running to combat uh, sex trafficking and human trafficking at the Super Bowl. And so tell us a little bit more about those efforts that you're undertaking just to uh, further these causes. Well, you know, I, I had the fortunate opportunity. I was appointed by Governor Bush and Governor Chris, now Governor DeSantis. I chaired the Fish and Wildlife Commission for the state of Florida, where our primary responsibility is all the wealth, uh, all the uh, rules and regulations for fish and wildlife. Uh, so uh, I'm intimately knowledgeable. I'm a big outdoorsman. I think it's important. I think a lot of people come to Florida because of the wildlife and the outdoors. So uh, we've been able to kind of thread the needle with uh, the Super Bowl and the wildlife and the fishing and, and uh, the Everglades and our environment here and why it's so precious and why it means so much to us. So that's that's been uh, something that's very fulfilling. We've also, one thing that we've doing too is uh, the human trafficking, sex trafficking campaign, something that we didn't do 10 years ago. In fact, we didn't talk about it 10 years ago. Hmm. So this is really on the forefront. We have a huge campaign with our state attorney, Kathy Rundle Fernandez, our governor, the governor's wife, uh, the lieutenant governor, and we are we uh, our mayor here. We we are uh, 
we have a campaign, we got billboards going up, we, we have a hotline, we have a bricks and mortar facility. So if uh, we have to do some kind of intervention or someone needs our help, we're able to provide safe safe shelter for that person and uh, to, to uh, be able to do, a, do uh, an observation and give them the proper care and help they need. So, yeah, we're proud of all that. It's, uh, you know, when you, when you say sex trafficking and human trafficking, everybody says, well, a lot of that comes with the big game. Very little bit. A certain portion of it comes with the big game. It's already here, you know, and, and so and, and every community is confronting this. So we're, we're proud to be part of it. We, we're, you know, we want to have our impact. And, and those are some of the, the, the intangibles that come with the big game itself. And, of course, we're doing several things in the community. We, we're, we're putting artificial turf fields in three inner city schools. Uh, those are those are those things will be here long after the last whistle's blown. Uh, we, we're doing a lighting project along the bayfront. So we're doing some really neat things that we, we're fortunate to to able to work with the NFL Foundation uh, and local foundations to, to pull these things off and the local governments. Uh, so yeah, we're excited about all the those things that are, are going to be part of the community once the Super Bowl comes and goes. Absolutely. Well, you guys have done awesome work, and I'm sure there are going to be last-minute details to tie up and uh, little things here and there, but uh, fantastic work so far, and I wish you a, a happy Super Bowl week. Well, thank you, and Happy New Year to you, and we look forward to seeing you in Miami. Absolutely. Rodney Barreto, the chairman of Miami Super Bowl Host Committee, thank you so much for joining us here at MarketScale. Right. Take care. Bye-bye.